Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now. Now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and hey, Meve, plus you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. you date me a podcast where me nicole buyer tries to figure out how i'm still single even though you could uh you could uh you could tell me you love me and then never text me again and i'd say uh maybe he'll text me one day i'm in love my guest today you've seen him on blackish uh you've seen him on grownish uh you've seen him on angie tribeca he got a comedy special it is Dion Cole? <laughs> Hi, Dion. How are you? How are you, beautiful? How are oh, you? Oh, beautiful. You thank you. Yes, oh, you are. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, that's all I ever want to hear from a man. You are beautiful. Thank you. You are. You are. You are. <laughs> thank you so much for doing this. Um, yeah. How has uh, the pandemic been for you? Are you are you touring? Are you home? Yes, yes. I haven't been doing nothing. That's it. I haven't been touring. I haven't been on stage. And February will be a year, mm-hmm. which is which is unheard of for a comedian. You shouldn't even be on stage. Nothing less than two weeks is, and, and I went a whole year. So it's very weird. Uh, I am. Um, just uh, shooting blackish, and that's about it, mm-hmm. man. Just staying at home, trying to stay safe. Yeah, it's fucking wild. March will be yeah. a year for me, and it's the most mm. amount of time that I've haven't been on a stage. And it, I did like a couple spots in December when everyone was like, "It's not that bad." A couple outdoor shows, 
And then it got mm-hmm. bad again. And I was like, okay, I gotta, gotta, <laughs> gotta stay inside. Can't be doing it. <laughs> exactly. No, I haven't even tested the waters. I, I have no idea how it is. So honestly, it felt good, but like it's truly not worth it. It's not worth you know what yeah. might happen. Ugh, right. I'm done with right. it. I want that vaccine. Give it to me, please. <laughs> I don't know why they don't make us essential workers. I heard that we were because we we actually have medicine, which is laughter. Mm-hmm. Laughter's medicine. And then that's what we give to people. And I know it sounds all kind of cliche. You can make it make your own rhyme and reason up for it. But we are actually helping people cope. Yeah. And I don't understand why we as comedians can't get vaccine shots. I just I'm not sure why Cruz wouldn't be not like ahead of anybody, but like it's a lot of people who work together. So it's like, and it's close and I don't know. It's just like, people are watching a lot of television. I mean, I don't want to be like, we're essential, but like, kind of like, what else are you going to do? You got to watch TV. Like, 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 like put it like this. Like if a singer, the singer goes, a singer has to bring crew, lighting, sound, mix. uh, You got all of that. Mm-hmm. A comic is comic just bring his toiletries and that's mm-hmm. it. <laughs> I mean, it's like <laughs> it's less people involved, and it's just like and we're and we're making people laugh. Like songs make you feel good, but we're making people laugh. Like we're we're making people laugh, and I just I don't know. I just I just and I, I'm not trying to be like yeah, we're essential and shit. You know, not like that. I'm just. I don't know. I just think I got a good, legit argument about comedians, comedians being able to go out and because we can go to hospitals Mm -hmm. and just be in hospitals and make people laugh and cheer them up and all of that. So I don't know. I don't know. But but and mind you, I'm not saying we go before people over 65 and people with preconditions. Mm -hmm. No, let them go first. But. You know, in that first group of regular people. I would love to see a comic push someone out of the way and be like, move, you diabetic bitch. Let me get a vaccine. Move, bitch, give it to me. (laughs) Right, right, right. right. I'm not suggesting that at all. Matter of fact, let's go to another subject. That's what we do. People be like, did you hear Dion say, get the old folks the fuck out of here? Uh, I didn't realize at clubs, like on your writer, you can ask for shit and then they go get it. I had no idea until I can't remember what club it was, but the the manager was like, you didn't have nothing in your writer. So we did X, Y, and Z. And I was like, what do you mean? They're like, it just said that you liked vodka and that was it. And I was like, I could put more things. He was like, yeah. Uh, Then he was like one comic. He asks for, (laughs) for fucking air force ones, every show, brand new ones. Eddie Griffin, Eddie Griffin. I didn't want to say his name. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Eddie Griffin. Eddie Griffin's good. Yeah. He's, he's, uh, he's, he's known for that. Everybody knows that. He actually, he actually paved the way for us to get things like that. <laughs> I mean, I love it. Now I ask for, I ask for tampons. I haven't paid for tampons in forever. And then some nice man has to be like, I didn't know what your flow was like. And I was like, don't fucking worry about it. Put it in my bag. I'm taking that shit home. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> What's on your rider? What do you ask for? 
I don't have much. Like mine is like fish, uh, vegetables, fruit. Oh, look at you, healthy! Come on now. Uh, drinks for other people, you know, just just drinks, whatever drinks for. But like, if people came through, guests or whatever, drinks for them, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm simple, man. Sparkling water. Ooh, I love yeah. me some Lacroix. Yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, that's my job. Dion, are you single, dating, married? What is your relation status? Oh, I am just chilling, man. That's all I'm doing. <laughs> I'm chilling. I'm. I don't have nobody and nothing like that. Um, it's kind of hard to even try to find somebody, especially now with all of this going on. So. You know, if I was on the brink of something, pandemic shut all that down. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, like, uh, I'm just chilling now, man. Just without nobody at all. Yeah. Yeah, that's where I am right now. I'm just like, it's too hard. How do you, how do you navigate it? What do you, I have to text you for forever till we're both vaccinated or like both, you know, pinky swear that we're not going to fuck nobody else. And it's like, (laughs) I don't know what you do. I don't know what your business is. I was talking to a friend of mine actress and she was like yo i'm letting my guy go i can't take this no more he he come when he want to come but then he leave when he want to leave and you know i can't take this shit or whatever and i was like okay uh um, then you're gonna do what you're gonna go meet somebody else she like this yeah i ain't think about that and i'm like yeah yeah you might want to put up with that in and out. <laughs> I mean, for now, because it's just for like, now, what are you, like, what you, you, you going to do? That in and out might be a good thing right now. You know? <laughs> <laughs> she was like, I ain't think about that. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, people before they make choices sometimes just don't think about the whole fucking thing. Because it's like, it's a thing. domino effect. You know, yeah. you let them go or whatever. Then you have to get back. Get back on the streets and looking for people in the streets is uh they die or nobody out in the streets. They at home. Everybody at home. <laughs> and you're gonna pick somebody with a mask on and not really see them until you until y'all get your tests. <laughs> and you didn't and you about 15 phone conversations in and you starting to like this person mm-hmm. and and you seeing without their mask. And you're like, and it's a wrap. You're like, uh-uh, that's not the face I thought that was under there. I can't tell you how many times someone has like pulled down their mask to like say something, and I'm like, oh, I can't believe that's what you look like. <laughs> Get it all the time now, man. <laughs> I was on Instagram last night, you know, just wasting more time. Yeah. And I came across this uh, this account that was like, we're going to empower you in your relationships. And I was like, oh, OK. And the first one was worry less about if they like you and more about if you even like them. And I was like, I've never thought of that. <laughs> Not one time have I ever been like, do I actually like this person? <laughs> do you have that where you're like, why don't they like me? Do they like me? Hilarious. And you're just never worried about yourself. <laughs> No, man, I can't. No, I, no, I, I'm so caught up into the moment that the moment dictates if there's another moment. And that's, and that's, and that's, I don't even think about if I really like the person or not. It just depends on how that moment going. If that moment going and I'm like, oh, that's a cool person or whatever. Then I have another moment with them and I'm like, yeah, this person's cool. Like, cool. 
I feel at ease. I feel at peace around this person. I don't have no stress or nothing. Then yeah, let me do it again. And let me do it again. And that's how it is to me. But I don't go, I don't sit back and be like, I wonder if I like this person or I wonder if they like me, you know, like I I I don't. I'm I'm so man, I'm I'm so like into the moment. If if the if the moment is off, I'm off and I'm I might not have another moment. Huh. But you're like the second dude recently who's been like, oh, I live in the moment. Like, do I like them this moment? Like, uh, do I think about them later? So then I'll call them. But like, I think a lot of women or me personally, I don't think in the moment Mm -hmm. I'm to the next moment. Right. Kind of like, uh, kind of like with my career, like I enjoy the moments, but I'm like, how is this moment going to help me to get to where I need to go for the future moment? Yeah. See, mine is more like, a pattern. I have to see a pattern. If I'm comfortable with this pattern, then I'll invest in it. But I have to see this pattern and I have to see how you react in all these different moments too. I got to see how you are around other people in that moment. I also got to see the moment when you're by yourself. I got to see the moment when I'm gone for three, three months and mm-hmm. I come back. All these moments, I got to, I got to see how you play out in these moments or whatever. Not, how you envision it because you can't envision, you can't envision something you ain't never been through. And each person that you deal with is a different person, which is a different situation. So therefore you cannot go, Oh, well this happened with this person. I can envision how it's going to happen over here. You can't because that's, mm-hmm. that's you boxing a person because you're doing more damage than they are because you already putting in your mind, this person's going to do this, that, and the third or whatever. So you can't box them. You have to live out the moment. And if that moment, uh, find you find yourself worthy of that moment, and that person does too. Then you have another moment, and you keep going. You know, I mean, that's 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 just me, and 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 how I get it. I mean, how I. Feel I mean, it. I like it. I think it's it takes a lot of pressure off if you're not thinking, oh, they're gonna do you know X, Y, and Z, da 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 da. What the, the last person did, where you're just like, this is a different person. How are you with this moment? Like just moment to moment. I think that's a very good way to live in a relationship. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A, a lot of women be thinking like, when you say I live in the moment, I mean like, yeah, you just want to have sex now, you want to go, whatever. And it don't have nothing to do with that. I mean, I'm I'm far from, can I have sex with you? I'm far from mm-hmm. that. I mean, if I'm not having sex right now, or when I feel like it, then that's on me. You know what I mean? But if that's what I want to do, then I could do it. But me personally, my time is greater than any cum that I can <laughs> ever have. Put it on a t-shirt. My time is greater than any cum. Any cum I can ever have. <laughs> I will waste time for a cum. Like I've done that before, and the cum wasn't even worth all that time. <laughs> it was like, what am I doing? So now, as I'm older, it's like, no, my time is way greater than that. Than that. So I have to, I have to, I have to vibe with you in in a way that you know we 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 get it, and we and we on our own page with up. A lot a lot of people. Don't even be engaged in the person. They they're, they're more caught up into the relationship or saying that they're in a relationship. They're more caught up in the same rather than the person too. 
You know, a lot of people don't even care about you. They just want to be in a relationship. They'd be like, they like serial relationship people, especially the people who can who can find somebody right after breaking up with you and they got somebody else. They're in love with love. They're not in love with the person. So that mean they that mean that that mean that they can be with anybody because it's 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 the love that they love. Yeah, I I don't understand people who can do that. Yeah, people just uh, like jump from person to person. I'm like, but didn't you? Don't you want to take some time? No, because figure out who you are now after the relationship. Yeah, because it don't have nothing to do with the person. It has to do with the feeling. People are in love with the feeling of love. They're in love with mm-hmm. the feeling of relationship. They're in love with the feeling of telling somebody I got somebody. That's what they're in love with. They're not in love with. Mm-hmm. The, they're not in love with the person. You know. And so that I mean that's 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 how I feel, and 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 a, and a lot of times when it comes to meeting people too, like they, a lot of people don't know how to love you. They don't. They just do it the best they can. They ain't. They're not trying to learn you. They're just trying to do what they can. You ever have somebody do something very sweet for you and they don't move you at all? But it's very, mm-hmm. it's very sweet though, and it's very kind, but. It, you don't do shit for you at all. You're mm-hmm. like, you could have done without this shit. Like somebody bring you, somebody bring you flowers or something. I mean, like me personally, somebody give me some flowers. I'll be like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, no, I get you know it. I mean? Because sometimes <laughs> you get something very nice or they do something very nice for you and you're like, whatever. But then there'll be like a, a little thing that you didn't think was going to be special that gets done for you. And you're like, oh, my God, you know me. Right. You know, I would like the nice man who lives with me got me. So I like Forky from Toy Story 4, yeah. Toy Story 3. Yeah. I don't know. It's a little spork with eyes. Yeah, and I think yeah, it's really yeah. funny. He bought me a like a teeny tiny little uh, uh, Forky guy. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, and it, it was supposed to fit in my crock, but it didn't have the thing to fit in my crock. It was like defective. And he was like, this is going to be a terrible gift, but I'm going to give it to you anyway. And I was like, oh, my God, I yeah, love this. This is so sweet. Great. I will throw this away. But this is so kind. And it moved me in a way I did not yeah, expect. Yeah, yeah. No, but that's but that's real. Like he's he's trying to love. Love you. He's trying to learn you. I mean, what what people people are trying to learn you when they do that, and and, and you got to get people to benefit of doubt those few those few times or whatever. But overall, the majority of people, from my experience, don't know how to love me because mm-hmm. of whatever they think they need to do. That ain't what they need to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I think. I love you. I need to accept all avenues of that in order to get the best you I can get. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't have you. What you, what is it called? Sporky. That's what you said. Forky. Forky. I can't, I can't like not give you Forky. I don't give a fuck about (laughs) Forky, but I got to get Forky (laughs) in order to get the best you I can get. You know what Uh I mean? Like, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm weird and I'm talking crazy, but... No, I don't know. I, I'm vibing with it. I think it makes sense. So the second thing, it was a bunch of slides. The second one was, rejection is not as personal as it feels. Liking someone or being liked is more about compatibility than inherent worth. And that spoke volumes to me because when I get rejected, I go, fuck, am I unlovable? What's wrong with me? Where it has nothing to do with me. Right. No, it doesn't. Like, I feel like 
Timing is everything. And so I always chalk everything up to that. I just go, I, I never go with me. I never go with me. I just go, the timing is messed up. This could, this probably could have worked, but maybe, maybe God got something better for me. I can't be locked up into this and then something else come along. You know, it's like that in Hollywood. Like if you, you pray, you pray, you pray to God, oh, I want to be a TV star. I want to have a television show and you get it. Here you go. Here you go, TV star. You go great. And then uh, Universal calls you and they want you to be in the new uh, um, uh, Avenger, Avengers movie. <laughs> uh-huh. And you can't do it because the contract is for you to be a TV star. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so you can't, you can't get out of that. You, 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 you you're stuck in, um, in what you make yourself to be in. I mean, or, or mm-hmm. what you make yourself, however you make yourself to be or whatever, you know? And so it's good to kind of stay, open I guess stay open keep your heart open keep your mind open yeah that's how I am with my career but not with love with my career I'm like (laughs) I'm open to things I think love Uh, you don't think love is like that I think it is and I'm not sure how to apply it for love so like I've uh had a like I had a job once where it was like a, a pilot where I wasn't in I wasn't like fully in the series it was like six out of 10 episodes or something. And they wanted me to be a series regular and I couldn't do anything else. And I was like, but if I lock into this, then I'm going to close a door to something where I might be featured more. And that might open a door to something else. So then I like, didn't usually I have like a talk with my, you know, reps or whatever, but I just, I had no, like I, I thought about it for 10 seconds and I was like, no, I can't close. I can't close the door of the unknown. Right. And I feel like in love, a lot of times I'm like, okay, let's close the door. Uh, you you said you liked me on a Thursday, and by Friday you'll be my boyfriend, right. and then by Saturday I'll you'll meet my friends, <laughs> and Sunday you'll propose, right. and then we'll go camping, <laughs> and then you'll love me forever. <laughs> no, see, <it's> like, <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, not. <laughs> nah. nah, nah. Let me let me help you out. No, <laughs> no, it's it's it's. It's not forcing it and just letting it happen. If it's going to happen, it's just going to happen. I know it sounds so cliche, but it is. It's like, just know that if it's not happening, that there's another door that's, that's, that's mm-hmm. waiting on you. And, and, and that's, the, that's the analogy I was trying to make with, with the career thing. Like, you rushed to be a TV star, but then this movie, this movie career was waiting on you, but you rushed to go through this or whatever, you know? So you're like, if, if a situation ain't working relationship wise, it's just like, it's just not working. Like it just, it doesn't work. Like you can, for, you can force it to work and people can change and they can do that. And you can see if that works. And if that does, then more power to you, whatever, you know, but if it doesn't work, just it just doesn't work and just and just man move on because it's it's going to happen and the level you on in life is going to dictate who you with too because you might rush and go get you somebody that's good for this level mm-hmm. when you write and then two years later you go here that person was only good for this that person that person that wasn't good for this the person that's good for this you ain't meet him yet 
You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So you got you got to watch who you bring with you on your journey too, and you got to make sure that this person is willing to 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 be on a journey because the way that you are now, what you're doing right now, I promise you, you're not gonna be doing this. You might not even be talking to me in two years. Like you might see you might see me somewhere and be like, "Hey, Dion, how you doing? You good? Good. Good to see you. Good. You doing well? That's great. All right, take it easy." And you the fuck out of there. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. because that's where your time takes you. Your time is taking you to whatever premiere, whatever to writing session, whatever the fuck you're doing, you're going to be doing that. So the level that we on now, we ain't, we ain't going to be on this level in two years. We not. We're going to be on a different level. It's going to be a respect level. It's always going to be respect, but mm-hmm. we're going to be different. And that's the same thing with your relationships. Whoever you bring along, you better believe they, they, they either got to know that your your success and what you in love with, which is your career, your stand-up, whatever, that is going to change. And with that, situation is going to change. And if they're willing to rock with that, then cool. If not, don't fuck with them. Mm-hmm. The third one is stop choosing what isn't choosing you. If it's not mutual, why pursue it? I have such an issue with this one. I don't, for whatever reason, if somebody is like, I like you, I go, ew, why? And if someone goes, I don't want to be in a relationship right now. I don't think this is working. I go, but please. And then that's the, like, if I, if there was a fork in the road, I'm going for the, the person who's like, no, thank you. And I'm like, but I can make you love me. And I don't know why I do that. That's hilarious. It's, I mean, <laughs> I, I I mean I chalk it up to just you want you want what you can't have. That's that's mm-hmm. just what it is, and it goes back to being a kid. It's this it's the same shit. It's yeah. like what what what's forbidden you want. Like if I tell you don't think of pizza right now, you're thinking of pizza. All I'm thinking yeah. about is pizza. <laughs> so it's like so it's that whole forbidden thing that you that you don't want. I know a guy, this guy right. He's uh, he's he's a gay dude, right? And he only and he only likes straight men, and he and he is miserable because he can't find no straight men. I mean, he has. Mm-hmm. He said he has done it before, but the majority of the time, the majority of his life, he cannot find a straight man that's just going to be with him and him only. Mm-hmm. Which is trippy to me because I'm like, okay, after you be with him, he's no longer straight, right? Yeah, then the lure is gone. So, so then you're gone. Do you leave him? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a lot of internalized hate and a lot of like just fucked upness in that thought process. But it, but it, but it, like, I only like straight men, but if he's fucking you, he's not so straight. You don't want so, him. Where are you going after that? And, and you're the asshole. That's that's it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's that thing about just, you know, um, back to what I, I was saying. People want what they can't have and they're and, and they're mm-hmm. and they're into that, like totally. What advice would you give me? So, okay, say let's fast forward a year, ugh, six months. The pandemic's done. We're back in these streets. We're looking for dudes. We're looking for people. <laughs> What is a good way to capture someone's attention? You seem like a good flirt. So, uh, like, what's a good flirting tip? 
uh, when we back, mm-hmm. I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. I know it's going to be a baby boom out this motherfucking world. I do know that. Mm-hmm. If I have to predict anything, it is going to be a baby boom out of this goddamn world. It is going, condoms <laughs> are going to go through the roof. <laughs> and no condoms are going to go through. <laughs> if they sell no condoms, <laughs> that's going to go through the roof. <laughs> but as far as like a flirt, man, I don't, I don't think it's going to take much. It ain't going to take much. You think just people are down, they're ready? I think people are going to be like, yo, what's up? What's up? <laughs> Let's go to the bathroom. <laughs> let's go to the bathroom we don't even have to go home I can't wait I don't want a car ride let's go to the bathroom Uh, when you were touring on the road and whatnot, do you have chuckle fuckers do you have like people who throw themselves at you after shows Vi, you so funny oh my god so like I'm also in a hotel you wanna come yeah hell yeah we got that yeah we got that all, all the time like every city yeah Oh, what a dream. I don't, a lot of, most of the female comics I talk to are like, not really. Uh, I, a lot of fe- It doesn't really happen. A lot of female comics, they, from what I've noticed, they keep themselves distant. You know, they don't, mm-hmm. they, they go to the after party with a crew of people and then they go to their room. And, and they had to go to their room, and then that's it. Now, whatever they do secretly, whatever fucking <laughs> hotel room car key they dropped on the floor on the way out, and, <laughs> and somebody picked it up, and who they've been eyeing all night, I don't know about that. But the, the majority of female comics, they, uh, they, they tend to stay to themselves. Like, they don't put themselves in that kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Men comic, on the other hand, jeez. I know some comic. I, I know some comics that I go. I can't fuck with you, <laughs> and I and I'm a man. I'm like, look, dude, I can't. I am, I'm going. You would fuck my night up. I'm going home. I'm going home because you're doing too much. Team too much. Just doing too much. Uh, another thing on this little Instagrammy thing says. Ask yourself, would you be friends with this person if you weren't physically attracted to them? Be honest. And nine times out of ten, I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess they were just pretty. (laughs) And then I got a little digmatized and no, thank you. I don't really like your personality. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I'm a a weird kind of guy, man. I'm I'm different with mine. Like, Like I said before, I... I'm all about just, I'm the kind of guy where you can have this very, and I don't even know if I'm answering your question, but you can have like this seductive ass woman and she could be right in my face and I, I would probably see her, but then I'll like, mm-hmm. or I'll see her and then that'd be it or whatever, but that wouldn't catch my eye. My eye will be caught in conversation. Like I, I see mm-hmm. beauty, but whatever come out your mouth after that, <clears throat> dictates if I stay or go. So it's not your beauty. It's not your beauty if you stay or go. Or it's not how your 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 looks period don't di- dictate if I stay or go. It's what you it's what mm. you say. And if you come with something quick with it or something like that without trying to be funny too mm-hmm. like 
that'll keep me around. So natural, quick wit. It's like it's like just not even without trying. You just being who you are, and just mm-hmm. and just in the pocket, and just not trying to be witty, but being witty without trying. I don't know. It's, it's weird. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I get yeah, that. Yeah. One of your bits is about uh, the worst threesome you've ever had. And that joke to me, <laughs> the way you describe the woman who comes to the hotel room made me laugh so hard. <laughs> how much of that was true and how much did you, you know, embellish a little? Yo, um, the whole joke was true. The, the I love part, it. The part, the part that was not true was... Me being like, y'all ain't fucking me, or like what I was saying at the end, but the whole thing was true. Mm-hmm. Like, this chick was like, yo, I'm gonna get my girl, and yo, we're gonna get in. I'm like, man, bet, let's do it. And we were at a bar, and she called a girl mm-hmm. up to come to the bar. And so I'm waiting on her to come, and we we both waiting on her to come, and we sitting there talking. She having drinks and stuff, and this chick walk in, and I'm looking at her, walk in, and I'm like, I'm like, damn, she tall the motherfucker. I was like, I, I said, I bet, I said, I, I instantly was like, I bet she a center. That's what I said. I said, I, said, I bet she play center. <laughs> Not uh-huh. knowing she coming to the table. Mm-hmm. And then she just walked right over to the table. Old girl got up. She was like, hey, girl, and hugged her. And I was like, <laughs> wait a minute. She sat down and she was like, yo, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's going on? What's going on? And like looking at me and shit. And was like, all right, all right, all right. I'm over there pulling my shirt down. (laughs) (laughs) I love that you didn't ask to see a picture of this person. I did not because I was so like, threesome, threesome, yes, let's do it. Like I wasn't even, (laughs) but I did ask her though. I said, is she pretty? She was like, yeah, and she was, she was pretty. She was very pretty. Mm -hmm. She just, she just was had a pants sag and then came in the way she came in. Like <laughs> and you don't think about that. You know, you you, you think of a threesome, you never thought that it is the girl would be as the one was that came. So yeah, yeah, that was, that was a true story. And my opener, he was busting, he was he laughed about that like for three days. Three days straight, he would just look at me and just bust up laughing. I'd be like, fuck you, dude. He'd be like, yo, that is the before I even did it on stage, he would just laugh and be like, dude, you gotta, you gotta talk about that. And I was like, mm. it's a really funny bit. It made me laugh. Like you just paint this woman in a way where I was like, I know exactly yeah. who she is. I know how she came in. I know what she sounded like. Like <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I miss I miss being on the road like stories from the road are just they're so funny like the the funniest shit happens when you're just like out and about trying to live your life yeah just the weirdness comes to you it's It's the the best best. I miss it and it is nothing like it you know and it's different it's different from rock stars in a sense I mean it's the same but it's not but like singers and stuff like that it's kind of different because like they they have a whole bunch of people around them they alienate them and comics can go anywhere they want to you know what i mean even if you're a big comic like you come in with a hat 
Ain't nobody really gonna know you in the room. You know what I mean? Like you mm-hmm. can go anywhere. So your role stories are a little bit more colorful than one that is it's got security everywhere and the manager mm-hmm. and 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 the role manager and the run, you know, all of that. So yeah, yeah. Comic comic role stories are different. I, I have this thing that I I did at the beginning of the pandemic. No, it wasn't even before the pandemic. I had this thing called uh, Hollywood, uh, I mean, Real Rose Stories that I do. And they're on uh, YouTube and they're called Real Rose Stories. And I, I tell a whole bunch of stories. I've been doing it for a while. Yeah, way before the pandemic I was doing it. Yeah, yeah. So I tell my stories and put them on YouTube. I love it. How did you get into comedy? Which is probably a boring question, but I'm always curious. A friend of mine bet me $50 to go on stage. And um, uh, um, I did it and never looked back. But yeah, he, it was it was just that simple. I was never no funny dude. Never was like the class clown. Uh, you wouldn't even, you wouldn't know I, I, I had a different way of thinking unless you knew me. I wasn't, I wasn't accessible to people like that. I wouldn't come around a game gang of people and be the life of the party. I would I would be that guy in the back of the room just sitting there chilling, scoping mm-hmm. it out, just listening. How old were you when you when you took that bet? Like 22. I think okay. like 20 23, 23 I think. I love that. I just love fearless people that are like, "Bet, yeah, I'll do it. I'll get up on stage, whatever. Give me that money." It just made sense. To, I don't know why it made sense to me. It was so far-fetched than anything I've ever done. But I just knew my friends used to always be like, boy, you are a fool. Like, you're a fool. Like, why would you, why would you say that? Or why would you think that? And I'd be like, because it makes sense to me. But I wouldn't say it in a way to make them laugh. I, I was saying it because that's how I really felt about something, even though they would laugh. Mm-hmm. And... My friend was like, man, I bet you $50 you won't go up there. I was like, and say what? And he was like, tell the story about this, 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 and this. And I was like, okay. And so I went down to the comedy club and I seen these comedians and I just was like, I could do that shit. Like, I, I'm funnier than that. You know, I was like, I'm funnier than that. Did you tell the stories on stage that your friend told you to tell? Yeah, I told a couple you of them. You should have kicked him back told, 10% for I, being your manager I, I, no, and helping I, you out oh, your act. Oh, I gave him his money. Yeah, I, <laughs> I'm bet, kidding, I, bet, I'm no. <laughs> <laughs> I bet gave him his money back. <laughs> no, but, but I, um, I, uh, I didn't get on stage the first night I went down there. Not, not for the first three weekends. They wouldn't let me on stage. And so every weekend that I went there, I began to think about other stories or I started thinking about other things that I thought differently about. And I, and, I, and I just wrote them all down. And then when it was when they finally let me on stage, I went up there and never looked back. I think my favorite thing is a comic's point of view. And I don't think, like, I, I read books and stuff early in my career to be like, how, do, how does one write a joke? And all of it was like point of view, point of view. And I never understood it till I saw this one girl tell a story and as I was listening, I was like, this is a funny story, but you have zero point of view about it. Right. Like, you're just retelling me something funny that happened, but, like, the jokes are your point of view. Right. And, yeah, I just think strong comics have a very strong point of view. No, absolutely, because you can take a story and you can make it your own, and because it's your own, it makes it unique, and it makes it 
it makes it different in a way that can't nobody else tell it. Like, and, and all comic and all comics, like you said, all comics are like that. Like, I always say this: the movie Ace Ventura. If you gave that script to five comedians, you would have the same script. You would have five different five Ace different Venturas. Yes, yeah. totally different. Mm-hmm. And so it's that it's that same way when it comes to like our stand up or whatever. It's just like it's like the way that you tell something. That's why a lot of comics don't really make it neither because what do you, wh- how are you telling this story? Like you're just telling me a story. And then some comics not, can't even tell a story. So what they do is they embark on being, um, what's that word I want to say? They, they embark on being kind of like, uh, you know, sarcastic. About, like about an ironic detachment, ironic detachment type thing, and it's like, and 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 they feel like that's what makes them funny, and it's like, that's cool, but your whole set shouldn't be that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like your <laughs> yeah. whole your whole set shouldn't be that, and that shouldn't be what you're about because you don't have any type of personality in you, so therefore you result to this, and I just don't think that that's comedy comedy like that you can have that in your repertoire but you have to also give us you you have mm-hmm. to show us who you are as a person so i'll know if, if if this shit you're saying is believable or not you know you can't just give me a slew full of fucking jokes and i'm supposed <laughs> to think that you cop you funny anybody can tell these shits i could mm-hmm. i could tell i can write this shit for an actor an actor can do that yeah that's like the difference between like roast jokes and like someone's actual set because it's like you're roasting. Anybody can say your joke. Anybody. Uh, but like nobody can do your joke from your act. Exactly. Exactly. And 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 it's proven so many times with so many different comedians. It's like it it just it just isn't gonna work. And it does not work. Uh real quick, Dion, we have to take a break. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service that's all about helping you have fun and get creative with your style. Shift gears in your wardrobe without a complete and expensive overhaul. Dressy stuff, trendy going out clothes, casual tops and premium jeans, sweaters, outerwear, vacation fits, you name it. For just $98 a month, you get a choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing, fast, free shipping and returns, and professional cleaning in Newly's state-of-the-art laundering facility, plus the option to buy what you love. I like Newly a lot because sometimes I don't want to like own a sparkly thing because I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to wear it more than once. Also, I have a ton of sparkly things. And Newly is very good at like having a sparkly thing that I'll wear once and then I can send it right back. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DATEME20. Just go to newly.com, N U U L Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code DATEME20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com. Newly with two U's 
with code DATEME20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Spring is the best time to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm-up, and Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, tap into your power, and build towards whatever you're looking for. Okay, Peloton can accommodate your schedule with a variety of class lengths to choose from. Even if you only have five minutes, there's a class to get your body moving, and I have to stress how important that is. Five minutes is better than no minutes. Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and mood. Move at your own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take the guesswork out of working out. So you can just jump right in, keeping your fitness journey fresh every day because that's what it is, a journey. And listen, Peloton has everything you need to get to where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, uh, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton is something for you. Ooh, the Peloton classes I like to do are strength training. I also like the yoga because um, I'm always trying to get more flexible um, because I love doing splits because I'm slutty. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at (laughs) OnePeloton.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talk to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I got to say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash DateMe today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash DateMe. Okay. Hey, did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world. Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to uh, Mexico. See how I said that? It's, it's better and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better so you can like order food, ask for directions and flirt with the locals. Me encanta muchacho! <laughs> Without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
And we're back. Real quick, before we go, um, what advice do you have for me personally in my search for love? Hmm. I would hate to give you advice. <laughs> 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 I would hate to give you advice. <laughs> I promise you, because it just, it just, my advice never works, man. Just, my, my advice keeps people very lonely. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, but I mean, if I had to say anything, all I would say is be you. Don't, 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 don't change for nobody. It's going to come. Your career is going to dictate your level. Your level is going to dictate who you're around. Whoever you get now probably ain't ready for the level that you're going to be on. So remember that. I think that's great advice. I have a question. Are you in therapy? You seem very grounded, serene, and in touch with your humanity. No. I'm not in therapy. <laughs> no, I'm just, you know, I'm a, um I'm just I'm just a realist, man, where I'm just like it has to make sense to me. I'm I'm all about simplicity and sense and it don't take much with me. It's like the the less is more. And if I can mm-hmm. if I can understand something in two sentences, then you know that's me. I'm the type of person where if I ask you where you at I'm not putting the question mark because that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's just extra work. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you get it when I said where, uh-huh. right? Right? What yep. I need? What I need the question mark for? <laughs> <laughs> that's a very funny way to describe yourself. <laughs> I, I like it simple. Yes. No question just, marks. Yo, it's just. <laughs> I put where there. You should figure it out after I put where in there. <laughs> uh, I, I ask all my guests this question. You're no different. Would you date me? I would. <gasps> you, you want me to? And I'm going to tell you why I would. Because, because the way that you think is, is totally different. And it's, and it's, and it's uh, intriguing. And it's intriguing. I know our conversations would go broader than fucking and all of that. And I think that we would disagree so much, too, that we would end up agreeing and learning and coming up with all kinds of fucking material and all kinds of shit like that because we're from two different worlds. And, mm-hmm. But not only be from two different worlds, respect each other's worlds and learn from it. And, and and that's that kind of shit that I'm like, you know, attracted to where I'll be like, well, a conversation can go way longer than the fuck. And that's why I say when I see somebody that's cool and if they look good, that's attractive. Great. Mm-hmm. But what you say after that dictates if I stay or go. Where'd you grow up? Chicago, Southside. That's where my family lives. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Yes, yes. My sister, well, I won't say it. I'll tell you after where she lives. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> well, Dion, thank you so much for doing this. Oh, mad love. And thank you. And keep rocking, man. You with the family, Conan. That's my family, Jeff. I love him Andy. so much. Yo, He's truly so good to that, me. That is, that is my brother for the rest of my life. 
We, that brother changed my life and he's a great guy and, and, and you were good people and keep rocking with them and uh, Jeff and Andy and uh, the whole crew. So uh, mad love and welcome to the family, sister. Keep killing it too. Thank you, 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 you You're doing your thing, definitely. And, and keep your foot on their necks, man. Keep doing it, <laughs> all right? Thank you. Well, if you like this episode of Why Won't You Date Me, you can like it, you can rate it, you can subscribe. uh, You can leave me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And if you write a review hitting on me, saying something nasty, (laughs) I will read it. So this nice person said to me, I want to eat you like a crab. Pull your legs apart and eat the middle. (laughs) (laughs) And you said? (laughs) I I didn't respond. I just, I I like screenshot things. I skim them and I don't read them until I read them on the podcast. But that one really made me laugh. (laughs) All right, Dion, thank you so much. Bye-bye. My love. That's it for Why Won't You Date Me with me, Nicole Byer. Why Won't You Date Me is produced and engineered by, oh, the sweetest woman I know, Marissa Melnick. It is executive produced by other wonderful people, Adam Sachs, Joanna Solotaroff, and Jeff Ross. Thanks for listening. I love you. Thank you so much. We'll be seeing you next Friday with a brand new episode. What a treat. What a dream. <laughs> This has been a Team Coco production. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. Do you know someone struggling to figure out their mental health benefits? The Mental Health Insurance Assistance Office is here to help. Find us at insurance.ohio.gov slash getmhia or call us at 855-438-6442. Don't wait. The Mental Health Insurance Assistance Office can help you figure out what mental health insurance benefits may be in their plan. Call us today at 855-438-6442.